Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. It is Friday the 8th of May. I'm Kylie Merritt. Here with me is David Scott. Scotty, good to see you. Likewise. Uh, pretty good day on the market today, up by about two-thirds of 1%. Everyone, though, really just looking um, to tonight and the numbers that are coming out of the US. What's your take? Yes, the uh, payroll support for April is out and uh, expected to show a record uh, job losses over the month. Uh, some estimates know the consensus is looking for over 20 million job losses. Uh, somewhere the unemployment rate spiked between 14 to potentially above 20% depending on participation, uh, which unfortunately could be either a record high or the highest level since the Great Depression uh, nearly uh, nearly 90 years ago. Uh, and we're also expected to see I know average hourly wages uh, spike significantly as well due to the fact that most of the job losses that are expected are uh, from, uh, from low income and low skill positions. So it's going to be another unprecedented night, another unprecedented uh, no data release, and obviously that's a word that's been used a lot recently, but... That's what we're looking at in 2020. And yet the markets uh, are still buoyant. Yes, well, hoping for horrible tonight, it looks, uh, looks like. Uh, the market is behaving exactly what you'd expect for you know, uh, continued policy support, whether it's fiscal or monetary. You have stock futures in the US up you know, over 1% at the moment. The US dollar is softer. Uh, and bond yields, 10-year bond yields, are also uh, no lower in the States. So that all feeds into that belief that there's going to be more support there for markets and Pretty much a continuation of what we've seen since uh, since late March. So some of the interesting stuff that's happening in the markets um, at the moment, you know, in the US, you've got this big sort of move towards tech stocks. And really, if you take, I think if you take tech out of the S&P 500, then the market is is doing nowhere near as, as well as it, as it looks to be in terms of how it's been holding up. In Australia, it's sort of, it's almost the opposite. You know, people are, are flocking back to the blue chips and we've seen um, a lot of interest in the big banks, regardless of the fact that they're actually cutting dividends or not paying mm. them at all. But why why this interest in, in technology stocks in the US? I think a lot of people are looking at what's happening uh, during this COVID-19 uh, crisis. And the prevailing themes beforehand that we've seen uh, about switching to digital technology and uh, home shopping, you know, streaming services, everyone knew that they were there. But I think what people are looking at now is that this whole event has gone and changed the mindset of how we're going to do things in the future. Uh, and all those you know, previous uh, prospects that we're looking at, they're all being accelerated now. And you'll see businesses, you'll see households start thinking, well, how can we go and do this? Because this is much better than what we used to do. Uh, and look, all those, so the things in particular are benefiting from that because uh, people are saying, look, well, it's going to be a more digitalized future and sooner than what many people originally thought. Mm. Okay, let's look closer to home. RBA minutes um, out today, looking for you know an eight percent contraction in uh, in GDP, um, but then a really sharp rebound. Um, they have been accused by more than one guest on on Ausbiz of perhaps having the rose coloured glasses on. 
Oh yes, glass half full, uh, governor uh, Phil uh, renowned for it. So yeah, I, I completely agree with that guest. Uh, it's uh, the snapback is expected to be pretty savage. Uh, once again, the RBA is looking for an inflation to start picking up again, uh, wage growth to start picking up again, and that's despite unemployment not expected to come down anywhere near to the full employment level, uh, the Nairu level, uh, any time over the forecast period. So the uh, the glass is most definitely uh, uh, more than half full with uh, with the government for the time being. It's it's kind of similar to you know we saw in the UK um, some stuff coming out of there overnight that was. I wouldn't say it's forecast a bunch of scenarios. You know, one is that this could be, um, you know, the biggest fall in growth since 1707. Uh, Pre-industrial pre, revolution. <laughs> like, I don't even know yeah. how you measure that. Um, but again, talking about this, this snapback being, you know, very sharp, very, very quick. And yeah, you're not going to come back to, you know, the levels that we had, say, June last year, but not far off. Yeah, I think a lot of it is the psychological, uh, psychological aspect of what's, what they're trying to present. Because you think about it, if the central banks went out and said, oh, no, we're going to have an L-shaped recovery, it's going to be horrible, you know, we're going to have elevated unemployment for years and years and years, people are going to be pretty downbeat and they're probably not want to go you know, and, and spend any money. They're probably going to hunk it down. So maybe they're trying to go and trick or, or, say, or, so they just lie. Or, well, well, I think it's part of it. It's about manipulating yeah. expectations. And I think they want people to believe, oh, no, things will get better. Because if people say, oh, yeah, I might go and buy that. I might go and invest yeah. in that. I might go and do this. Uh, whereas if you try to present like a very bleak picture of what the future holds, I think a lot of people might just go, well, let's go get Smith & Wesson uh, tin food and go <laughs> run for the hills. I thought you were going to say something else there about oh, well. the guns. Um, let's move on. Just uh, one final um one final yarn I wanted to talk to you about the uh, Macquarie uh, results out today. Um, look, I, I guess the consensus is pretty good considering. Um, and uh, and no one seems, I mean, it's some, some pretty high um, salary figures for the what she's been there now, the, the CEO the, for, for a year. Um, anything in there that sort of piqued your interest? No, not particularly. You know, they cut their dividend. Uh, they didn't uh, offer any guidance for 21 because they said the uncertainty, but they managed to find extra pay for the CEO. So that's the most important thing. So happy days. <laughs> happy days for her anyway. Okay, um, our stock of the day today uh, was CSL, um, getting away a $750 million debt facility. We got some thoughts from June Baylou and um, Claude Walker on the call. Here's what they had to say. Uh, look, this is part of the uh, ordinary doing business for them. They're just replacing some of the existing debt. But what I can say from uh, the amount of interest and the low interest rate they managed to secure is that there's enormous amount of demand for a company um, like CSL. It's definitely the right move as it uh, secures their funding in an environment where debt is very cheap. Interest rates have just been cut. And uh, on, on top of that, you've got the potential... Uh, for CSL to be part of the solution to the pandemic. So it doesn't really surprise me that this uh, was so well supported by debt markets. You've got to remember though, that this uh, is probably the highest quality business that trades on the on the ASX. So it is very much business as usual. Uh, it's definitely a company that I like. And fortunately, I've got to confess here, I actually sold my CSL shares years ago when I thought they were too expensive. At, I think it was $110 per share. So, that, that's a scar I'll carry with me forevermore. Uh, fortunately, my father-in-law has held on to his and done very well. 
Okay, so next week, uh, Scuddy, some interesting data coming out, business confidence and consumer confidence, those numbers both out. We've got home loans and also labour force numbers. What are you be looking at? Oh, we're going to get all of it. We're gonna, we're, <laughs> all of it. You know, it's going to be horrible. All the data will, be, will absolutely be atrocious. Uh, and it'll be unprecedented to use that word again. Uh, but uh, you can't go past the unemployment report. Uh, we saw what happened in the March report. We only got the first half of the month. We got no impact of COVID at least according to the ABS. So we actually saw a small increase in employment. Uh, unemployment rose a little bit, but uh, not a lot. That's not going to happen this time. And uh, it all depends on what happens. So, you know, forget about watching the unemployment rate. Forget watching the uh, the number of job losses. What I want to go and see is uh, is the hours worked and also the underutilization rates, because that's going to give you a clean read as to how big an impact we've had on the labour market, excluding like, no, any of the impact that, uh, that JobKeeper is going to have on the statistics, which it will have. Those two figures in particular will give you a clean read as to how much damage has been caused by this. I know that the shutdowns we've seen. What a note to finish the week on. <laughs> go, on go and grab a glass of red and uh, relax and enjoy. Yeah. And go and well, worry about that next week. If you're in the Northern Territory, you could go to the pub. But <laughs> everyone else, um, for all our non-Northern Territory listeners, uh, have a quiet weekend, stay safe, and we will see you on Monday. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.